This next episode, I welcome my brother, Ryan, and we just talk about our past. We get into life in general, just everyday life and how to overcome adversity, challenges, and things that are thrown our way in life. We talk about high school, college, professional life, adulthood, and everything else in between. Stuff that we could all relate to and be inspired by. So sit back, pull up a chair, and welcome the one and only Ryan Haber. This is my show, man. This is not your show. <laughs> this is... Uh... I just had a really good conversation, good good episode with with uh, Paul Franklin. He was just here, and uh, we were talking about Leonard's Dad's Club. Man, we went went back to the back in the day to the. So I knew Paul from I played baseball with him in Lyndhurst mm-hmm. growing up. I don't know how old I was. I think I was. I think you guys. 10, were, that's nine? what we were saying. Yeah. He said that. Uh, <laughs> this is so funny. He said that the. Uh, he was like 10 years old playing and some dad came up to him as he was like going up to bat or something and the dad was going to the dad said I'll get like some random guy who we didn't even know was like trying to pay him $20 was it our father no <laughs> or it wasn't some guy early. was trying to pay him $20 to uh to like strike out on purpose or something serious yeah he goes dude i was 10 years old he goes these dads must have been sitting in the like in the in the bleachers Taking bets. That's, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> That's that, insane. I said, somebody out there needs to make a movie out of that. I can't remember if we played on the same squad or if it was just the same league because there was a bunch of different teams I played I for. Know. The Brewers, Elmira, Lindhurst. Yeah. But those are the days. That's what I said. I said Lindhurst Park days. and Brainerd yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We played all over the place. Yeah. Bolton. Remember Bolton Field? No, but I remember the one Ridge. Um, it's right off of Richmond. Ridgeview? Ridge. Ridge Yes, Ridge something. Ridge something. Yeah, in in that that one little mound behind. Well, there the was the mound. Diamond, that was I the mound at, at Sunview. My, at Sunview, I broke at my Sunview. leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. I rode I rode up that, on yeah. my bicycle. Didn't you I, break I it twice? T- no, I broke it once. Or did Rena? Did, did, did Rena broke both legs on that same on time. that same fucking hill? I don't think so. No, not the hill. Oh, I think uh, uh, Annie. Came running into her, on her bike and hit her in the hit her in the shin and broke. Dude, her Dude, I never but, broke my leg or anything growing up. I think that's. I think most. I think more people break something growing up than than not. I don't think I ever broke anything. I never. I don't remember being in a, in a cast besides the shoulder thing. Once right. I was going off to college, I don't remember being in the cast or uh, or anything like that growing up. You guys were always getting. I you were an my, animal. I broke my leg. You I were a fucking my, wild I both man. Ang- rolled both ankles. Broke my wrist playing basketball at Brush. Uh-huh. Came down from a rebound. Some kid took my leg out. Oh, yeah. Try to, you know, break my fall, and I broke my wrist and then busted my chin, and I got stitches in my chin. You that was my you senior get, year. You didn't get stitches when LeBron jammed on you, did you? <laughs> did you? There were I, stitches I probably shouldn't. Now, huh? I probably shouldn't have even tried to block it. <laughs> uh, that man. was honestly one of the greatest moments. That Now looking back, don't you think that was like one of your, probably the highlight of your high school career? The fact L- that you losing got, to the same V? Yeah, and by the fact on. that you got dunked on by yeah. LeBron, like yeah. literally yeah. nuts in the face. Nuts on my just, shoulder. I'm up yeah. there. He's about a foot higher. Oh, that picture's amazing. That, that, he signed it. He signed it. Yeah, that's so fucking cool, man. He signed it. That was like the lowest moment of your night that night. Talk about that. When you you guys got on the bus that night, you guys played St. Vincent, St. Mary at Cleveland State. So there's, I don't know, it wasn't fully packed, but it was probably 5,000, 10,000. 10, I think 8,500 is what yeah. it was. 
But we had the option of tra- traveling for a tournament to Florida. You know, our coach mm-hmm. sat us down and said, you guys want to go down to Florida to play in this tournament, which would have been great because you could travel and, and, you know, you're out of state and you're, you know, around teams and, you know, you're, you're hot shit, right? Yeah. You have your varsity jackets on, you're, yeah. you're traveling, you're on the, the, the airplane. Or the other, there were two options, travel to Florida or play LeBron James. Um, you guys made the right pick. We made the right pick. Yeah. Um, but Cleveland uh, State. We were a good team that year. Yeah, you guys were amazing. Yeah. This was your senior year. LeBron was, was a junior. Year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys played against them. Um, there was a couple highlights from that game. The the big highlight was the fact that he literally that, that his that his nuts were just <laughs> just resting on your shoulder for at least a second. Uh, Felt like was, a lifetime. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. What's that moment like, man? When the there was two moments from that game. The first moment was that. The sec the other moment which happened, I think, a little before that was when when LeBron stole the ball at the top of the key, and I think it was from Roy, and it's just him and Roy running down as LeBron's about to lay it up or, or dunk on Roy. I mean, they're on a fast break. It's yep. just the two of them, yep. and, and Roy literally, he just, he doesn't even make a play for the, He literally lowers his right shoulder. I think in the and, end. And LeBron goes flying into the, I mean, Roy, Roy, Roy had a flat, Roy was uh, getting ready for Ohio State football. <laughs> He was. He, was, he was. he literally. He just. He just flashed out of yeah. that basketball court and thought it was like the the, the football field yeah. and just took him out. Yeah. It went. Fly, LeBron went flying into the stands. Right into the flying cheerleaders. Into the cheerleaders. He, you know, he probably went into the second row because they're sitting right there. <laughs> it was crazy. And then his LeBron's mother comes yeah. running down. Gloria the, came running out on the floor. the floor. It was chaos. Right it, it was, was chaos. chaos, man. It, it was, was so chaos. chaotic. That was crazy. And then. LeBron steals the and pass then, then LeBron at the top was of the key, off. and then I'm on the other yeah. opposite key, and I'm running down and try to block the guy. That was crazy. That was a bad move. But uh, but, but a good picture, man. Good I'm, photo I'm, op. I'm happy. Good photo I op. was pissed off. So, yeah, dude, talk Real about... pissed off. Talk about what that feeling was when you actually jumped up and he dunked all it, uh, it smashed I still it remember you. to this day. Yeah. Running down the... We're both... He's on one sideline, I'm on the opposite. And based now, now, let me just interrupt you, because people... I want to go through the slow motion. You're on one base, and he's on the other, the sideline, and he's on the other, and and at the, again at the top of the key because yeah. and, and now you realize you have to run down with him. Yeah. So as you start running down with him, are you thinking what is this that what I'm feeling? Thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. I'm about to block this kid. In my mind, I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to jump and I'm going to block. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to block <laughs> him, and it's going to be all over Sports Center. It's going to be all. You I swear on my life. <laughs> I, and little did I you know, oh, shit. wishful thinking. Holy shit. I, you never told me that that's what you oh, thought. Because in that moment, it's only about 50 feet from, from the wing to the, at that point, from the wing to the uh, basket. It's about 50 feet. Right. Or whatever. The, so, and it felt like I was running for about 50, you know, miles. And I had all these motions going through my mind. And I jump up thinking I'm about to block him. And he already took off. Oh he my took off God. from like the hash line, and I took off from under the hoop, thinking I'm gonna, you know, block that basketball, and, and he, he he put it on my head. He put it on my head. LeBron, I love you though. Love you, man. Oh man, that that arena literally erupted. It erupted. It was like crazy. But then it was on. Sports. He, he was coming out of high school, right? He was a junior. It was his so junior year. All his sophomore he, or all of his senior year. Yeah. TNT games when the Cavs would play or whatever, they would always talk about LeBron coming out. Right. Not, the, not when the Cavs were playing, but 
and they would always have the highlights, and yeah. that would be a highlight. Yeah, I'd be on. It was TNT, on Sports ESPN, Center all the time. Sports Center. I was all over. I don't, and they like lost the highlight. They never show that one anymore. They don't show it anymore. Every now and then, it was, then. A it was great on. One. It was on Mary J. Blige's. Uh, Anyone that has that highlight out there, go back to Brush versus St. Vincent St. Mary. Get, us, get us a fucking link of that highlight. It. It's I not on YouTube. It. No, it's nowhere. There's a video out there with that. that somebody, yeah. ha- I mean, Sports Center has yeah. it. Yeah, it's yep. so amazing. It's I, I thought it was one of it. Didn't he tell uh, Coach Dunn that it was like his favorite dunk of Something high school? Something like that. Because him and Coach Dunn, that. him and Coach Dunn were really friendly. Dunn yeah. knew him from Akron, yeah. right? From those those AAUs and yeah. stuff. Well, Roy knew him. Roy, well, Marcel and him played, I think, too, on like a Shooting Stars team. Okay, I'm pretty sure, like when they were a little bit younger. Yeah. And obviously, they all knew each yeah. other. They all knew of each other. But it was such a crazy that was, game. But and that they, was a great. It wasn't. It, you guys were a good team, and, are, and they they really they played with you. They made you look like you were like a JV team, freshman team. I mean, it was, it was so bad. crazy. It was bad. It was they bad. were but, they were like one of the top two or three teams I in think the country. They were number one in the league or the yeah. country at that. And time. who else? It was Oak, Oak Hill. Hill. Yeah. That's all I know. Was, uh, Carmelo and, and no, remember who was those guys at Oak Hill that when they were coming out? Uh, Eddie Curry, remember we watched oh, uh, Tyson right. Chandler and Eddie. It Cur- was Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler and Eddie, Eddie C- and Eddie Curry, Curry, right? Big dude, big Eddie. Big who Eddie. never really made it. He ate pancakes and that show. The pancake was, show, yeah. yeah. God, what was that? God, I can't believe really remember that shit. That was, that was like a Fox. Year. It was like a Fox Sports special behind that the was, scenes of was of um, was that Oak Hill? It was Oak Hill. Eddie Curry and those guys played at Oak Hill. I don't know about that. There was another school too, but whatever. It was uh, God. Those are such great days, those man. Were good days. Those were such great days. What was that bus ride home like? Because I know you, those guys, your teammates were just giving you such a hard time after that dunk. I think it was quiet all the way home. I, I don't. You remember, came home but upset, it was, didn't you? I was, yeah. See, I was well, in I college was, at this time. I was pissed off that we lost the game. Yeah. And I was upset that obviously LeBron dunked on me, but. Uh, your, your, you felt your ego at that time. I mean, you felt like the lowest thing in the world. I mean, you know. Wait a second, though. Marcel and, or, or, or Tony Douglas, you remember Tony yeah, Big Tone? Yeah. He got dunked on hard by LeBron. That was just like down low as a right yeah, on a low yeah, post. Yeah, but yeah. he got dunked on. He got dunked on hard. hard. Yeah, yeah, he did. LeBron didn't really dunk on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, no. the, didn't, weren't He's, the guys giving you a hard time? Some of the play, teammates. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think after the fact. Ball. Well, you guys were in high school. These yeah. are young high school yeah. kids at this time. Yeah. I mean, we weren't happy that we lost the game. Right. You guys thought you had we a chance. We did. Yeah. You know, and you, you go, guys kind of stayed close in the first half, but they were just toying with you. Yeah. LeBron well, wasn't even the, playing, the, like shooting or doing anything. The, yeah. What a crazy time, man. What are those? You think back to those basketball days a lot? I do. Do you? Yeah. I mean, every now and then when we talk about it or if I see somebody post something on Facebook. and Those are good days. I mean, high school, you don't think about it. High school days, when you're 14 to 18, what do you worry about? Yeah. You worry about waking up, getting to school before the bell rings so you don't have detention. You worry about your homework. And if you're playing a sport, you worry about you know, winning games. And, and we didn't do much conditioning. It was a lot of practice. Really? Yeah, in the weight room, we didn't do much of that. So... Your day-to-day is it's so easy in high school. I know. No stress. There's no stress. Even though you think that there is at yeah. that time. Your stress is, who am I asking to the prom? Yeah. Is she going to say yeah? Yeah. Or, where, where are we going this weekend? Yeah. Or, you know. You know we used it, to hang out at there Fridays. Cool party to go to? Oh, Fridays. Right. Fridays yeah. on Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't – and we didn't have cell phones early in my high school career. Yeah. Which was like late – you're, you're yeah, still here. Yeah, I mean, dude. I, how did we do it? It's how just so strange. It? I don't know how we did it. It wasn't that long ago. You're going no. back 20 years ago. You what? 20, 20 out of 14. Okay, so you're going back not even 20. You're going back 16 years. 
16 years since you graduated. Yeah. I mean, and 16, look at 17 this, years. Everybody has these things in your in Now that phones, you can't get away iPads, from it. You it's your whole life. It's your whole You're world. You're always connected. Yeah, it's just so weird. So man. there was, and you. So now we worry about this. <coughs> now if somebody doesn't pick up the phone, you start worrying. At least me, right. I'm always worrying. Well, you're always worrying. I do always worry. That's one of your things that yeah. that that's uh, a. That's, that's I'm a warrior. Yeah, a warrior or I'm, a warrior. I'm, or both, I'm both. both. You just put, you have to be a warrior. You <laughs> have to, to be, be a warrior. warrior to get past the worrying shit. You know. <laughs> But the high school days were great. I mean, those were those were yeah. good days. I do think about it. I don't dwell on it. No, but, but you keep it with you. Yeah, you keep you those know, times with you. The but camaraderie. I think, I think, truly, growing up, the twenties. Your twenties are, those from twenty years old to twenty nine, mm -hmm. is a big life. You know, you learn a lot in those in those nine ten years. Yeah. Out of high high school is nothing. No. College is, is... It's where you start learning about who you really are. Who you are. Yeah, you don't know who you are at that time. You might think you do. Everyone, you know who everyone is at that time? Everyone's the a best. macho person. Yeah, the best. The best. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're hiding so many of your own insecurities. Yeah. You know, you're so confused. You're growing up. You're, you want to be accepted. You want to be liked by everybody, you yeah. know? Yeah. You want everyone to, to think that you're like a cool guy yeah. or a cool girl. You know, the girls want to be... The girls want to be around the basketball, football players, and then yeah. what about the tennis players? I mean, you play tennis. Nobody. That's, nobody. That's, that's, that's not, <laughs> skip over that one. Nobody wanted to hang Dude, out. Dude, tennis is a fucking awesome sport. Tennis is Dude, awesome. Think about how much how cool it is. But if you play tennis as like a, a high school player, unless you're just like some stud, or right. or you go to a school like a private school where it's kind of cool, and you play tennis at like a, a public school like Brush or you know something where it's a little bit more, you know, not as flashy Popular, and sexy. Yeah. yeah. It's, Nobody it's cares. laughed at. You're it is. Like, you're like looked at, you're looked down upon. It. Even though tennis is a great tennis sport, is awesome. man. The older you get, but see, the older you, you don't get, realize you this at that it. age. No, you don't. You, you have to you, either be a basketball player, football, wrestler, wrestler, football, wrestler. Baseball. Look at this wrestler. Like who the wrestling's a cool sport. Yeah. You can't do anything with it. I mean, after 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 unless college? you're gonna yeah after college. I mean, you could go to the Olympics, but you could right. you know, you can't really make a living unless you're gonna become a like a professional fighter in the UFC, yeah. like take your wrestling career and go into some MMA organization. I don't know how else you could capitalize, you know, uh, in, in that field. But again, that's growing up. You have to do like the, the macho shit, yep. you know? Yep. You start real. So nobody really knows who they are at the, as they're growing up in that time frame, so, you know? No matter, no matter what kind of persona they put on or who they claim to be or, you know, the way they're perceived, they might be the hottest shit in the world, but... They don't really know exactly what, who they are inside. Well, and then time. and then so you don't know who you are, and then at 18 years old you're told to pick what the hell you want to do for the rest of your life. Right. How do you do that? That's to me that's the what biggest flaw in society. What do you want right to do? Now. What do you want to be? Yeah. I mean, when you, people ask you when you're growing up, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a firefighter, right? But when you get to 18 years old, you're you're told to go to school and study something, but then you, and then you really have to pick what you want to be yeah. and what you want to do. How, how do you? You it's I, I think it's terrible. Yeah. There's I think the, the school system the system is, is flawed. Like you yeah. said, you, you don't know what that you're hell. talking about. You're Look talking about you as 18. You're you're talking about as an 18 year old going off to college and being expected to basically pick a major. Pick a major. Four this years gonna, straight. Yeah, this is going to basically set the stage for where you're going to go in life. For life. Pretty much is what they're saying you need to do at 18. Your brain's not even fully developed no at 18. Way. They've done studies that going back to the 20s thing, you're right. I think people 
our brains are not fully developed until we're like like in our mid twenties. I could be I could be a little bit off on that, but I've seen studies that that show that you know your brain is not even fully developed until you're in your twenties, at least maybe thirty. Let me. Yeah. I mean, I'm seriously. 30, I'm 34. Yeah, it's, that just was starting, only, it's just starting it's to develop. It's just developing now. <laughs> now. <laughs> no, it's it's what, where I'm where my mind is at now compared to where I was six, 14 year, uh, 16 years ago when I was yeah. 18. Right. It's you can't. It, I'm a totally different person now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I was the same person. I haven't changed within, but I've learned who I am as a person, how to cope with things, how to view life, how to think about. You know, whatever the hell whatever it may be at 18 years old dude i went to school i took business classes i went to school in business because you did it dad did it mm-hmm. well you started in it dad yeah. i think started in it and then my buddies some of my friends from high school were doing it right so i thought okay i'll do it yeah i'll just go to school i'll party i'll drink mm-hmm I'll take classes because this, this is what I'm supposed what, to do. And this, this is, is what, what society is doing, expects of me. And you know, my parents want me to do it, or yeah. my brother did it, or yeah. my friends are doing it, and and this is what society wants me to do, yeah. even though I have no clue what I'm doing. No clue. I'm not really. Business doesn't excite me. No. Uh, I wanted to get into architecture. Right. So you're but like, but, a, but you didn't know exactly. Right. So Afro- why were you afraid to get into architecture? What do you mean by afraid? Well, so I went to Kent State, mm-hmm. and I was a little bit afraid. I think because they had a. a once again, I, I didn't know what it to expect. College was a it's brand new. Mm-hmm. You're off. You're away from home. Your comfort zone. Right. Your freshman and year. You're talking freshman right now? year. Yeah. I, I'll tell you right now. If I took a year off like they do nowadays, maybe I would have went into uh, architecture. Yeah. But I was afraid. I don't know. School is. I was never very good at school. Yeah. I never was. Never never was good at studying. Um. I'm just. I was just more artistic in the way where. Right. That was my. So style going into of, business was like the complete anti. The, you know, like the complete opposite of what you think you should have been doing. Well, it was a waste of three years. Yeah, because first of all, you weren't, you never were, you never were great with the school stuff, anyways. No. And then to throw yourself into a, a business world, which is kind of learning a different foreign language, <laughs> reading books, stuff that you weren't, no. you know, that wasn't just your thing, man. No, it wasn't. It wasn't your thing. You, you were creative. What I should have done. Creative genes. What I really should have done was, <laughs> if I knew that Cleveland Institute of Art, yeah, which is where I got my degree finally, right, existed. I probably would have gone to that, or I should have. But everything in life happens for a reason. Yeah. And I wouldn't be sitting here today if, if the paths that we took, yeah, we didn't take those paths. Who the hell knows? I know. Who knows? It's, it's insane. But yeah. it's it's insane. It's it's unrealistic to put that kind of pressure on an 18-year-old in a society yeah. and basically say, hey, you, listen, there's going to be people that do know, and that's fine, but they're going to be the very rare exception, yeah. you know, to say you need to now pick a, a major or a path, and that's going to basically set the stage for potentially the rest of your life. Right. Like when you're 50 years old, this decision right now could affect what ends up happening to you in your entire life. And that's 30 years, 32 years from then. Yeah. Like I'm saying, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, your your rest of your life, it could be affected right now by some, by a decision you make that you might not really, most likely you don't know. I mean, you most likely don't know. You have four years of high school and then maybe four years of college, right? But, Unless you go to right. Unless your you master's and doctorate and all that. Yeah. yeah. So that's eight years. Mm-hmm. Four of those years in high school, you're just taking, you're just going through high school because you have to in order to get to college. Right. So the courses that you took in high school don't relate. I don't think I brought any of that stuff with me to college. Maybe, but then you're in four years of of col- four years of studying something. 
And then you're supposed to stick with that forever. Forever. For, well, for another 60 years. That's I mean, kind of the way that we've been molded to believe. And I yeah. think that a lot of times now nowadays people are starting to realize that maybe that's not the best way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe that's not the way that we're supposed to be what that we're supposed to do. Pick one thing and then do that for the rest of your life. Like that's that's uh that Well, look, you're an are. example of that. Yeah. You were you started a business, right? Uh yeah, I think I, I think started doing the same thing. I think I started in a business school. Yeah. And I really wasn't feeling it. I wasn't good with college, with with school either, man. I mean, I was very immature. I was mm-hmm. very immature. I was, you know, figuring out myself, who I was. You know, went off to school with pretty much. I went off to Miami of Ohio with with not knowing many people. Um, you know, just trying to figure out the the way of the world and what I wanted to do with myself. And 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 I was so just like didn't have any motivation that so what I do instead I just partied yep. just drank you know like uh, my freshman year was a, a a disaster when it came to, to my grades I got like C's and D's my freshman year at Miami that's higher than me it's insane <laughs> it I is mean insane. it's insane I got like a 2.0 yeah you barely you would have gotten wouldn't you have gotten kicked out if something you go below close, to, uh, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah like my freshman year was a disaster I, I came home in between First semester of college and second semester with a bum shoulder. Remember, my shoulder yeah. was all torn up. And like a fucking fool, what do I do? I go and I play tackle football with all the boys in the neighborhood. 18 years old. I just finished my first semester of college. I got like a 1.9, something crazy, yeah. or a 2.0. I can't remember. And uh, I've got a bum shoulder because it's just wear and tear on my shoulder over the course of time. And, and, and Is that tennis? That you played. <laughs> Most people have tennis elbow. Yeah. I had tennis shoulder, and uh, I, like an asshole, I come home and I play football with these guys yeah. in the neighborhood. First play of the game, catch over the middle, get tackled. My shoulder's sticking out of my basically my tricep area. I can't get off the ground. I'm screaming. They had to call the ambulance. So I missed my second semester of college, man. So I'm off to this horrid start. So your second semester of college, I was a sophomore. Uh, I was a sophomore in, in high school. Correct. Yeah. Yep, you're a sophomore. You're in your second semester, sophomore year. Yeah. Uh, yep, because I was a senior when you were a freshman. Yeah, yeah in high school. So, uh, you're a sophomore. I'm I'm at home. Uh, I'm back at home that whole semester. I know it's hard to remember, I remember man. That. I know it's blurry, but I remember. I remember mom having to put basically put my socks on for me every day. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. I was out of commission for like six weeks, six to eight weeks of just complete. Out of commission. Yeah, but did you, at that crap. moment, did you think, oh, shit, I'm behind in school? Or was it just Not like, really. Like, whatever. Whatever. I mean, I kind of thought a little bit, but not really. Yeah. I was, like, kind of bummed because I missed the second semester. That's when everyone's rushing the fraternities. So I was, you know, because I was planning on getting going into a fraternity at Miami. And now I'm going, well, that, that, that see, that was, that's what I was thinking. God damn, I can't go into the fraternity. Right. I wasn't thinking, damn, I'm, 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 I'm going to be a semester behind for my professional life and getting onto the real world. That didn't matter to me. Right. And then, and then I went back to to Miami the following fall. Obviously, now so this will now be you know everyone else has been there for a full year. This is really I'm kind of starting over again, and uh, I go right back to the same bad habits, man. Right back to the party and the booze, bad decisions, um, heavy drinking. You know, there'd be a, a snowflake would be falling from the sky, and me and my roommate would be like, oh, snow day. <laughs> Like, let's let's uh let's get grab some Bud Light. We, uh, oh man, I uh, <laughs> I mean it was just this is what... it was just crazy, and I I didn't have the maturity at that time to um I just wasn't mature enough at that time in my life to to have put any tor- towards the emphasis towards it. You know, 
no matter what our parents were trying to tell me, what pe- friends and people were trying to tell me, I, it was it was so tough. And uh, so I I really second what you say about that. I've talked about it on this podcast already multiple times. How I think that college is um, heavily overrated if you're not going to use it. If you're not if you're going just to get a diploma in uh, some obscure major where you can't make any money in the real world afterwards, I think it's a complete waste. Well, you're probably right. And I think parents could maybe steer their children into the wrong direction because of that. They push, they push, they push, go get a college degree, you need it, you need it. You you, you get a college degree, you're you're $100,000 in debt, you know, taking out loans, Mm -hmm. and then what the hell you do? Right. What are you gonna do with that? Exactly. I mean, especially, especially now more than ever, uh, uh, college has lost its. You know, twenty years ago, college probably was the yeah. the most the best thing to do. Now, with all the technologies and the opportunities that are out there, and being able to just be entrepreneurial, be dude, being being a, a lifestyle entrepreneur using the social media. You could you, back in the day. You did. You have to go to school, and then you have to take advertising classes. You know how you advertise now? You fucking post a picture yep. or a video. Yep. You could come. You you could you could spread your message so much quicker now. Back then, you had to hire companies and all this other well, crazy. And stuff. this stuff is free. Free advertising on Instagram, Facebook, yeah. which I can't stand anymore. Facebook. Yeah. Because. Well, just the whole security issue that they've had. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm tired of it. Yeah. Well, well and I'm tired, of it, I'm tired of it before that. Well, Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of it even before this whole security uh, issue. Mm-hmm. I, what, is, what, is, what, what, what is there for you and me to do on that nowadays? On other Facebook? Than, other, than you, other than you promoting a company, for me and you to be just users, what... Right. What, what what kind what of value it, do we get out of it? What do we get out of it? Yeah. What do what do we and what do our children get out of? Do you think Facebook's gonna, Do you think Facebook's what? gonna gonna uh, be able to sustain? I don't think so. Like where our kid, my kids, and your eventually your kids, like like when they're like 15, 20 years old, do you think they're gonna be using Facebook? Then? I, don't, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know because it's has it's know. changed, hasn't it? It's, it? What did it used to be when you like when you used to use it heavily ten years ago? What was Facebook to you? Well, it was brand it? new. First of all, internet was new to us. Right. We're right? going back not long ago, man. This and is crazy. This is what you and Beanie were talking about. Yeah. Right, about right, 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 right. Right? Yeah, we were talking about AOL. Yes. Instant yes. Messenger, yeah. But uh, internet's new to our generation. We are the we are the ones that started We're like, we're like the guinea pigs. Yeah. We're like the test. Exa- so I think uh, it was test. something brand new to us. Yeah. We're not going back far, we're man. We're not going 10, 15, 20 years 15, not, not even, not, not even because I'll tell you why. When I was in law school in 05 to 08, my spy, MySpace was the uh, was the most popular yeah. social media network. Yeah. And that was in 2005 and six. Well, so Facebook started in what, 06? Well, 04? I think it started a little bit like right before that. Facebook had yeah. started in the early 2000s, but it was only a college network. Yep. You could only get on if you were, and there was only a few colleges on. Which originally. was actually kind of nice. You which is kind of cool to put when you in think your, about it. Your college email, yeah, and that was able to. It was a college. It was a, to network yourself yeah. amongst other students. I think within your college university, and then it spread out to like multiple universities. And it's gotten too crazy. But I'll tell you, we're not going back far because, um, like I said, my s- space was 2005, 2006 when I was in law school. 2007, 
MySpace was the shit to be yeah. on. Facebook, we were like, ah, it's okay. Yeah. We were on it too, but well, it was like, ah. Because MySpace kind of gives around. you that music that you can play. You can yeah. post pictures who your top eight is, yeah. your top five, whatever. The and then people. Facebook became big. I would say, I would say, 08, 09, 2010. Yeah. I would say in the last ten years, really more so in the last eight eight years or something. 2010, I was in, uh, I was in LA for my internship with BCBG. Okay. So, I think, I think it was, it was uh, yeah, it was pretty popular then too. I mean, that was yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. Um, but it was so new to us. It was so what, new. What, you're, so you're that's why I was. People. That's why maybe it was just so cool because maybe it hasn't changed a lot. Maybe we've just gotten uh, immune to it. Yes. You know, what, what, we've gotten what more used can, to it. One more can they offer Twitter. you? Yeah. What the fuck are you posting on Twitter, man? Yeah. I don't give a shit that you just ran a mile. Yeah. You know, I don't care what's in your. I don't. I, what? Why do we? What? What is so special about? Is it the fact that we like to? We need the attention. And I wanted to talk to you about this. Yeah. Do, do you need the attention from, from, from the stuff to stay happy? Mm-hmm. It seems as if it's a lot an of issue us now. now. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people you get hooked. have been programmed. They've been programmed for the past 10 years that this is, how, this is what you need to... Uh, be happy. To be happy. Yeah. I need somebody to <clears throat> like a picture. I need somebody to comment on a, a post. I need oh my somebody gosh, to repost. Or I need to come somebody to... Re, you know, hashtag my name or people that are like used to getting like a hundred likes on a picture and they only get like sixty on a picture. Yeah, they're like, oh my god. Let me tell you, my life is coming to an end. So when I was working, f- when I had our Ryan Haber collection running, and I was building the brand, I was able to get a, a nice following on Instagram. And we've mm-hmm. talked about this. Yeah, I was able to get a nice following on Instagram. That was my form of advertising, free advertising, posting, sharing, um, and. Uh, people reposting and people posting product people posting on their own page of the product of them wearing the, the shoes mm-hmm. so for your listeners if they don't know I started a women's footwear line back in 2011 and I was uh, in the industry for about four years I think it was like five seasons something like that and so slowly I was able to gain some a following Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a bunch of celebrities wearing the product, and yeah, it was awesome. You could, yeah, you could Google Ryan Haber collection and, yeah. and take a look. Carrie so Underwood, that was the big. That Carrie was Underwood the big. Was the big. I you. remember exactly where I was sitting, watching this. It was she walked out hosting the Country Music Awards, yep. 2012 Country okay. Music Awards, CMAs. Wow, six years already hosting it. She came walking out on the opening. Eight minute opening monologue. <laughs> that was insane. Wearing my shoes. Yeah. I jumped out. You of didn't my seat. know. I didn't. You know. knew that there was a chance. So I knew she had the shoes. She she borrowed the pro, the shoes from my publicist, or my showroom. I mean. Yep. And I was told that, but I didn't know. You just never know if they're gonna wear it. I mean, they they pull shoes, they pull shirts, they pull jewelry, and there's so many different um, uh, outfit changes for these right. shoes. Right. I didn't know if she was going to wear it. Right. There was one, um, your shoes were one of, there was multiple shoes. Multiple other. Pro- but there was a lot of other shoes, too, that yeah. she could choose Chanel, from. Chanel, Louboutin. Spur of the moment. Yeah. At the, at the, that Louis. Night. Yeah. We, you right. name it. Dior, right. whatever. Jimmy Choo. Ryan Haber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm sitting with mom in the in dad's office on those reclining chairs. We have the t- little TV on. This is six, seven years ago. Six years, six years ago. Six years ago now, yeah. And we're just watching it now. And I'm like, yeah, we'll watch it because we know she's hosting it and she might wear the shoes. She comes walking out and I almost fainted, man. I jumped out my chair because I was so excited to see that she's wearing the, my shoes. 
Right. And you can't miss it. She comes walking out, and the lights hit, and the bling, you know, she, the Swarovski crystals start blinging, blinging, popping yep. off. Yep. And I started getting a lot of press from that. Oh, that was a huge okay. moment, I remember bro. these huge. Uh, these fashion bloggers saying, you know, who, the next, you know, Jimmy Choo or whatever, and, you know, Ryan Haber, up-and-coming shoe designer, all this stuff, and it was awesome. Yeah. You were in People Magazine, I was in People right? Magazine. Yeah. Was that I was with in, Carrie Underwood? Uh, Carrie, it was all Carrie. Carrie rocked my shoes. Yeah, man. Nonstop. She no was on the shit. CMAs wearing them. She wore them Didn't to the Didn't she AMAs. wear another, another shoe that night, too, at yeah. the same award show? She wore the same shoe, but a different color. So she um, wore the monster. Was it the no, monster? No, it was the gla- those glamorous. The glamorous. She wore two different types of glamorous shoes colors. that night. That night. That but same then, night, yeah. Yeah, then the American uh, Music Awards, mm-hmm. which is what, a month later maybe or something like that? She was wearing, you know. She rocked them again. She, she rocked a, a different, different pair. At the, and yeah. that was this picture that you're showing me, was this that was, from the uh, People magazine? This was from uh, I think Us People, Weekly. People Style Watch or, Watch or Us Weekly. Yeah. Or, I can't remember. Yeah. I don't have it on this, on this picture here. Uh-huh. But. Carrie Underwood was a big advocate for Ryan Hammer. Fuck yeah, she was. You know? Fuck yeah. Um, and well, we're a big advocate for her, too. We sure she's are. A, she's great. She is. She's a beautiful person, she's, man. She's beautiful. She's hot. She's pretty she, hot. She is. She is. And so um, I was... She was Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. I'm sure all the girls know who Lisa Vanderpump is from Beverly Hills Housewives. Like, that was the other big thing for you, I right? was interested, introduced to her through a, my first publicist that worked that I worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, and were you in LA at this time? I wasn't living in LA. Okay, I was only there for, in 2010. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I met Lisa. I think 2012. You met. At, you actually. I met Lisa with t- my publicist Tony Ferrara. Right. At Villa Blanca, Lisa's oh, restaurant, restaurant in yeah. LA. Mm-hmm. And we sat down and had lunch with her, and I pulled out some shoes, and we said, "We would love to design a pair of shoes for you." And Lisa said, "Okay." And she goes, "All right, let's do this. You know, let's make a pink." suede because her nickname's pinky let's do a pink suede high heel with swarovski crystals on the back and on the toe you know uh-huh. and we did and yeah. it was called the least it was called the vander pump and so we got a lot of press from that so back to social media you post and post and post yep and it, you get excited and happy and it feels fulfilling and i was up in the middle of the night you couldn't sleep. i was up in the middle of the night looking at my phone and my Instagram post to see how many people liked it since right. I fell asleep. I mean, right. This is what happens this to is us. what happens. Yeah. I, I, could, I could relate. It was going well for a while, right? You RFC know? was going well for a while. Hell yeah, it was. It was. Hell yeah, um, it was. It was the, there was the, the fire was, was, you had a wind at your back, man, yeah. for sure. The yeah. fire was lit. Yeah. There was a lot, but you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And what do you think it was that, because it's so hard, like any business to get. People ask. Yeah. People ask what happened. You know, mm-hmm. if that's what you're gonna say. Yeah, like what ha- What was the thing that slowed you down? I, I slowed think, it down. I think if if I don't want to say I regret doing certain things in it, but if I could redo, maybe mm-hmm. just because I know I've learned I learned a lot in those five years. If I could manufacture elsewhere, I mean, I, I would produce in Italy, so the product was expensive. Not only was it expensive to produce, it was expensive to sell. Yeah, I'd sell my Export shoes from, and all that stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, import. Yeah. I would sell the product six ninety five and up. Yeah, and for it's a, a new name point for nobody that knows you yet. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I should have done to it. To me, that in was China. the biggest factor. <clears throat> yeah, that was the biggest factor I think for you. Yeah, it was too expensive, and it came to a point where we needed more uh, capital. F- capital, and we talked to a bunch of people that were interested, but yeah. there was a lot of shit that went down with all these people, man. Yeah, it just wasn't the right time. It no. just wasn't right. It became it be- it the timing just, was a little off. The timing was off. Yeah. 
because you had it, you had it, but uh, yeah, it, you have, you have the. Do you think that you would go be, ever go back and do it? Like if you, you know, once you, you know, things calm down, you obviously have the foundation behind the whole thing built. Yeah. I mean, have you been talk? Have you talked to anyone? Has anyone ever come back and talked to you about like, hey, you know, are you still interested or with Ryan Haber Collection? Yeah, shoe uh, designing. I don't know. Uh, well, no one regards to the RHC, but uh, I am doing a little bit of work with that company out in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Their name is Madison, Heart of New York. That's that's this company's name. They do very well in South Africa. They've uh-huh. got a few shops. You still throughout. do some work with them? We're I'm slowly getting back uh-huh. into it with them because um, they're trying to uh, expand into the U.S. and he doesn't know exactly how and who to do it with, and he wants me to create a uh, like a custom collection with it for him and. So it'll get my creative juices going, man. Right. I'll be able to sit down and sketch up some shoes. Because you know how stuff, to, so. you design a fucking great, yeah. I mean. It was fun. You designed some badass yeah. shoes, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, people were, the funny thing is, is that people were actually spending the money, too. It's just that you couldn't sustain, you couldn't, like, get it really going. Like, you, the first year or two was great. You had a, you had a lot of the notoriety piece coming with it. But, but it was hard to actually convert it into like the sales piece. Getting in, into the stores. Enough sustainment. Getting yeah. into the stores and these stores to pay, having them pay me. Having them pay you, not being on just consignment. consignment. Yeah, consignment. Uh, yeah. but, nope. but the, the thing is that people were still, bu- people were reaching into their pockets and yeah. spending six, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars on your shoes. Yeah, they were. They and were. you, I mean, it's not like you're a Jimmy Choo at that point. No. So they were buying it because it was just a damn good shoe, yeah. not because of the name at that point. Right. When, when a woman goes and buys shoes, at least what I think, they're buying it because of the name. Like, you're going to go buy the red bottoms because, and you're going to spend $1,000 because of the Louboutin name. Yeah. It's no different than buying a car, man. No, it's not. Or, or, or a, 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 a fancy uh, suit for a man or whatever. Pair of, shoe, pair well, of shoes. Like Nike shoes or yeah, something. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You're going to go buy the Air Jordans because it yeah. says Air Jordan on it. You're going to buy the LeBrons because it's the LeBrons. Right. You, you might not necessarily, it might not be the greatest you're not gonna shoe in the, the world. You're going to buy the Starberries. You're gonna buy the LeBrons. <laughs> Starberries. <laughs> exactly. You know, you're you're not gonna go you're not gonna go buy the Ira Nubles. No. <laughs> no, you're not. It's about the name. Uh, but it's also about the the fit and my product was pretty comfortable. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of factors that played into it. No offense uh, to Ira Nubel, by no. the way, man. He's a former. Isn't he in Miami? Yeah, Miami Red yeah, Hawk, baby. Got, <laughs> but it's just, it's just part of the. Maybe you were drinking part with of him the a lot too we, much. we talked about him the other day too, on the, uh, with with Will on the podcast. But uh, it's just the the analogy. Yeah. But anyways, um, but I was waking up in the middle of the night, checking my phone. I was happy. Things were good. Right. And then I had to make a change in my life because things were just not going the right direction, and it was mm-hmm. tough, Nate. Oh, I was man. in New York at the time. Yep. I would be in bed like, you know, crying, thinking about that this, I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I knew I was coming to the end of um, the the company. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was hard. It was September. It was in like mid of September, September 14th or something. And I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just like tearing eyed, just sitting there looking at my drawings posted on the wall behind me. And I'm like, man, I, I just, it's, I can't do anything. There's nothing. It's just not going. It's not yeah. going to work. This it is this tough. is how this is uh, September of what 2013 2013 uh, no 2013 okay was it yeah yeah September of 2013 I was back in New York in 2014 so yeah, yeah. so my, the line was about 2010 to 2013 uh-huh. which is about two 
five yeah five seasons that's typically six seasons but right. those five seasons what is it two seasons per year two but you might have three and it might be depends on how it December and how busy yeah. you are I mean a lot, every, every all these companies have their spring summer fall winter another cruise collection and their holiday collection so how did you uh, how did you cope with that how did you handle that I, Nate I don't I I came back to Cleveland and I was um, I, it, I was not happy yeah no Nate you came I back January of 14 no Oh uh, yes, yeah. yeah. I came back right around that. Yeah, and then I had an opportunity to go back to. I was struggling because I <clears throat> it wasn't going well. No, well, it was going well. It's just I couldn't. I had needed funding, and I just right. I couldn't go any further. Right. And I had to pull out, and I was going to keep wasting money, losing money. Mm-hmm. So I came back to Cleveland, um, and I had an opportunity to go back to New York, um, and apply for jobs. Really, mm-hmm. at that point. And I applied for job, and I moved back to New York in 2014, spring or summer of 14, February. Oh, really? That quickly? I think it was. Yeah, I came home yeah. for like a month, uh-huh. and I was, man, I in the, like the darkest depression it, of your life. I was depressed, mm-hmm. not medically uh, diagnosed, but I was, I was, you were really depressed. down and out, man. Yeah. And all right, I go back to New York. Gave, I, got, I was, I had an opportunity to get back there. So okay, I'm back in New York City, and now I'm just applying for jobs. And problem here is that. I'm too. I'm overqualified for all these companies, so they say. You just had a company. You were running yeah. it. You were the CEO, the designer, the creative director, the salesman, and now you want to come work for us. It's 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 not going to work. Now, and I, you were I, applying I, for jobs as like a creative director, those yeah, kind of designer. jobs. Yeah, I, I wasn't looking to become a senior designer. Right, just an associate. You just wanted to. Get I wanted to, to keep the design shit going and see what happens. To you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, most of the most of the companies. Uh, just I think a lot of their senior designers I don't want to sound like I'm bragging but I think a lot of the senior designers were a little bit intimidated oh I, I believe uh, that I come in I had my own company and, and you have now your, I'm your own to style your own way yeah yeah, yeah. so of it was, course that's in human nature and so it kind of sucked for it didn't kind <clears throat> of suck it 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 royally it sucked. really sucked yeah yeah because I wasn't trying to take somebody's job I just wanted to work and I wanted to be creative so I, I couldn't get a job in New York. Hmm. Couldn't get a job in New York for a year. Talk about being between like a rock and a hard place. Oh. You, you you had your own company. It's almost like <laughs> you were penalized now. You had your own. Yeah. Now you're penalized since you had your own. We were, we, you, you know, you're, you're too good for this. You want the job not to make a ton of money, just to make a little bit of a living and keep staying in that industry. Because yep. you never know what could have happened five more years down the road, three years, ten years, whatever. And now the, these companies are telling you, thanks, but you're too qualified. But you you don't have the the financing and cash. You need, you know you need a lot of cash to, to get a business like that. Not only start it, which you had cash to start it, but to keep it going. To keep it going. You're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not more, man. Yeah. If not more. Well, it would become more. It would At become some point. It, it would become seven millions. figures. Yes. Yeah. If you want to really blow you it up and a, keep it going, I mean, we were looking at storefronts at the time. Yeah. We were, I went, I was Pop in New York. No, just, just a storefront. We were, we were meeting with real estate agents in New York City to talk about front stores, and we went and looked at spaces. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was intense. Yeah, we were the full, we were, full, full go. We man. were full go, full go. Yeah. So now I'm looking for a job. I couldn't find a job. Life fucking sucks. This is in 2014. Yeah. And then I moved back to Cleveland after that in January, at in December. Yeah. I make the decision. All right, this is not working. Mm-hmm. Time to move back to Cleveland and work for the, the family, family business. Yeah, 
going into a completely different world, defense contracting, manufacturing. It's not even in the same world. It's not, yeah. It's a different stratosphere. hemisphere. Like yeah. you said, I th- yeah, you said that. It's a different, different. It's a different uh, hemisphere. Yeah, <laughs> different there, stratosphere. You can't get as far away. You can't get it. No, there's nothing. These are so different. Yeah, the industries. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to have you there because you obviously are, are you know using your design skills and talent, but it's a different type of different, different type. type of talent, different, different skill set, engineering, mechanical stuff, yeah. automotive kind of yeah. stuff. Your the government kind of keeps you, uh, holds you. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't really be as. It's a slower process, and it's creative. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of uh, red tape bureaucracies. Yeah. The government, you know, they they dictate they spec, what they put the specs into the way they need to be, and yeah. they kind of. They kind of dictate the the create. They they there's not the the creative process is definitely different. There's My, no doubt about it. <laughs> you take away the word creative out of there. Yeah, there's the nothing process. creative about it. Uh, yeah. So December, I decided. All right, I need to make a move back to Cleveland. Yeah, for yeah. good. Yeah. I come back in January fourth. It was a Sunday. I drove back. Right. And I started work Monday. Yeah. And I was still pretty depressed. Oh, pretty sad. I'm sure. I, I'm sitting there, and I'm. It was. It was. I it was another year gone by. Another year. Like, 2014 goes by, and I'm now what 30. Right. I don't remember what I was. Came back home. You're single. single. You had just gotten out of a relate. Right. You yeah, had you just, just got kind out of, of getting out of that relationship. Got out of a, and, yeah. Out of a relationship, and it is. And you're back home in gray, Cleveland. Gray, January, Shit. snowy, oh, cold. And now you know, like this is really it. There, you gave up, it one last ditch effort in New York. Up early, yeah, nine to five, yeah, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. sitting at a desk. This is it. This yeah, is it. yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I was struggling the first, oh, probably I'm sure, six, man. seven, maybe the first year. I yeah, was, I would go to get coffee, Nate, and I would sit at that window and I would lean and just stare out the window. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Like, really sad. Yeah. But. Yep. Today, I'm, I mean, you, I, can't, I couldn't be happier today. I mean, it, it's amazing how things, life changes, mm-hmm. and in a year, which just seems like a lifetime. Yep. How you really could turn your life around and, and feel much better as a person. Why and, do you think that is? I don't do know. Think I, think, I think. I uh, think. Um. Well, let me get back to this Instagram thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started losing followers. Right. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, RHC like, is not hot anymore. Not hot. Right. I'm losing followers. I'm not getting it as many likes. Mm-hmm. And it, that not not only did did I was I upset that I'm back in Cleveland working in a different industry. Right. Now my Instagram following that I was building, they don't care about. They don't. Give I don't. A fuck. Nobody cares about no, you. No, they don't care nobody about you. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Do you think anyone cares? That, that's what we all don't realize. That's what we don't realize. Yeah. Nobody we don't gives realize a that. fuck. No. Who you are, what you do. Yeah, no. They truly don't. Uh-uh. So I was really upset. I would get really pissed off. I'm losing followers. Right. My pictures aren't getting likes. I'm reposting the same stuff. It's not working. Nothing's helping. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I think the fact that I did come home, a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. I know I took a risk, but I was happy that I was where I was. I was happy that where I was, I was able to pay the bills. Exactly. And you know, I started realizing. Sometimes it's not always about the sexiest stuff. No. Like, you know, our business is not sexy, but it's it's a good business. Great business. And it's uh, and it allows you to make a, li- a, a livelihood yeah. and a living and, and continue to grow. A, you know, we're growing a family business. You know, we're 
we're continuing to grow and we're continuing to expand our brand presence and uh, continue to do things to set our families up for do, you know down the line. You know, so well, that, this is not something you just thought you were going to never, be in six never, years ago. never. Seven, you were an six, NFL seven, agent yeah. for a while. Again, I don't know completely you, different world. Completely yeah. different world. Oh yeah, yeah. Your own time. You do. You travel when you want. Completely different. Yeah. You go. For, you, you, sports agent and recruiting. That business is fast, cutthroat, quick turnarounds, service oriented. Versus this business, which is slow, uh, bureaucratic, uh, long turnarounds, yeah. those kind of things, you, you know, <laughs> night Not and day, sexy. and it's products. So I went from a service industry to a product manufacturing yeah. industry. But at the end of the day, like I said, the cool thing for us is that we're able to continue to build this brand exactly, and, and, and create a legacy for your family, my family, and, and who knows down the line. Yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're focused. That's what motivates us. Yeah. Because it's not the it's not the sexy and fast shit that like that really gets you going, right. but it motivates. It's motivating to know that hey, we've got a great team. We're we're building teams. We're inspiring people. We've got good people that are working there, and everyone's in it to continue to grow this thing. And everyone's doing well. Well, and doing the, well. the other thing that helped me go yeah. and go when I came back to Cleveland was the fact that I kept telling myself, "This is a, you know, it's a family business." Yeah, exactly. It's, it's our name on it. Right. Our product. Yep. Let's get it going. There's a a lot of potential, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of stuff going on in the future. And I'm losing followers and I realized, you know what? I don't know. I think I just took a break from it maybe. I yeah. kind of pulled off and I realized that really wasn't making what me really, happy. What, what is that life really, really about, yeah. right? I know who, been, really, who yeah. my friends are. I know who my friends yeah. are. Yeah, we've become so programmed to look at our phone. I mean, I'm guilty of it. We all are. I'll post a, an episode and, uh, on this podcast yeah. and I want to see how many downloads it's getting and I want to compare it to the other episodes and why is this one getting more than this and... Did I do something different? What was the guest, you know, is the, is the guest not putting it out and promote? You, we get so wrapped up into looking at analytics about this. Likes, man. People you said like. it. Likes and followers. Yeah. Likes and followers. We have become so programmed in this society to look at likes and followers. Yeah. And like you said, it doesn't fucking matter. No. None of that shit really matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. What matters is, What matters is, are you happy? And are you doing something that that you enjoy doing? And, and are, do you feel like you're having an impact in something in your life? In, you know, yeah. Like that's uh, what's important. Uh, we know who our close friends are. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need to you be reminded. Reach, you don't need, I don't need to be yeah. reminded. Yeah. And half the people that are liking your shit on there, they don't even know who you are. They're just scrolling through. They and don't liking. know who you are. They're I, just, they just see it and like. You, double tap, go. Double tap, go. We've been go. we've been so programmed to live in this society the last ten years yeah. that that you know. We, we judge ourselves almost based upon what the social pe- people on social media are saying or doing. But that's not real. It's not real. That's it's not fairy real. tale, like you said. And a lot of those things that are being posted, most of the time, it's so fake. You're man. watching a highlight well, reel of somebody's life that's not even what their life truly. Okay. Right. What they on Monday morning? Are they really doing this? No, they, no they're not. You're, you, and then what does it do? It makes you the the viewer depressed. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You know, like and I've you, felt, I've been there. Of course, I've been the depressed viewer, dude. I guarantee you, if I go on right now and <laughs> yeah. I see somebody sitting at a pool in, in the tropics, you're right. I'm gonna get fucking jealous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and especially the ones that live in they're, they're, they're your buddies, right? And they're traveling or they're something. Traveling. It's it's spring and break get, week with the kids right now. Yeah. We've been here this week. We didn't go anywhere this year. Yeah. You know, half the fucking planet around, well, half this whole city went away for the spring break. So you they get took the their kids away. And you're I, I'm sitting there and I'm seeing, you know, yeah. that you, you can't help it. It's yeah. like a natural It's amazing, thing. though. If you were to see pictures, in the 1990s, <clears throat> you would take pictures on a camera, you would print them out, 
Yeah. And then they, and then your buddies, your friends will come home, Nate, and be like, hey, look at the picture from a week ago. It wouldn't be as depressing because it Correct. was a week ago. Or you didn't it's even know what happened. Moment. You didn't yeah. even know what really even happened, yeah. you know? But we know who our friends are. We know who our family is. And this is what I'm saying is is we get out of this social media. Right. Realize who you're – this is what made me happy was the fact that I was able to – I was back close to family. I was close to friends. That really mattered because my friends in New York, cool as fuck, but they were, you know, they were my people to go out with. Yeah. They were my party. They were yeah. my weekend friends. Exactly. And now I got my close friends, and yeah. it was tough, but I'm happy with where I'm at. And it was, it was, um, it took a while to yeah. get there. I'm Especially sure. With, I'm sure it's a process because it, it it went up hard and quick with yeah. the, with the publicity uh, publicity that I was getting with the shoes, and it came down pretty fast and hard as well. Um, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm very happy with where I'm at, and. And that kind of plays off the the uh, statement of us at 34 years old, where you are mentally mm -hmm. f from where you are at 18 or 20. Exactly. You know. Exactly. You know. It's a <laughs> dude. You hit it right on the head, man. It, it's a fairy tale, and um, we don't know. You don't know who you are growing up at that time, and it's going to be even harder for these kids because this is this is all they've known. The ones that are coming out of high school yeah. now. Think about it. They've been programmed since they remember from eight, nine, ten years old till now. They're going into the, like college, and they've been programmed to. Hey, I guess I'm. I'm. You know, I'm liked based upon how many people yeah. like my shit. Yeah. I'm. I'm not liked if somebody doesn't. Think about all the the negativity too, and, and people talking shit or spreading rumors on the social media. I can't even imagine. That's a whole separate issue. That's you know, a whole, like we'll kids, have to get into that. Yeah, yeah, time. like some girls, like girls getting catty with each other, yeah. and they send some a picture, or yeah. they they fat shame some girl who's you know, who's who's not you know not uh, some overweight girl that they're fat shaming online yeah. or whatever, man. It's well, just, now it's, it's bullying. So bullying. Bullying isn't just in so school absurd. anymore. Bullying is done on Facebook now. Oh, the the cyber bullies. Are That's you what kidding I'm saying. me? Cyber bullying. That's is the biggest even, part of bullying now. Mm. Bullying is not done in the people's yeah. faces. You know why? You bully somebody now, they're going to come and shoot. They're going to knock you out. Or they're going to shoot up the school, yeah. man. You don't. No, you're right. The bullying is disgusting, first of all. That's yeah. where a lot of this mental health and mental anger issues stem from is people being bullied and attacked growing up, and then they just lose their minds. Why Why don't we talk about it? Why doesn't this country tackle the mental issue, mental health issue? I don't know. I I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of that. Of I course, went to a therapist too, for about two years mm -hmm. every week, and it was... Probably the most therapeutic and, and, and relaxing thing that you can do for yourself. Well, at the moment when I was in it, before I decided to go, I'm like, I'm, I don't need to go yeah, talk to right. somebody. What the fuck am I going to say to these people? Right. And then I went into it and I loved it. And then some weeks I'd be like, oh, what am I going to talk to him about today? Right. There, and then and it then just you, comes out. You go there, you sit down, and, just and starts it rolls. To flow. Well, look at this, man. We've, just, we've been talking for almost an hour already. Yeah. And this is kind of the same type of stuff. It's just, it's a, it's good to talk and be open and honest yeah. and to share things because everyone's going through something. Yeah. But but for some reason, we I talked about this on several episodes, mental health and and you know the taboo and you know people talk about mental health. All they want to talk about is is uh, a school shooter or some lunatic that came into this country and killed somebody. How uh, how about just like the normal just your everyday anxiety? Me, you, yeah, you can name. I mean, how about just like how about just like life and anxiety and you know, panic attacks, yeah. uh, anxiety attacks, yeah. angst. It, it doesn't have to be like crazy. A terrorist. It doesn't have to be a terrorist no. or, or a domestic terrorist, right? With his mental issues 
or her mental issues? No, it has to be just. How, how about, about just finding your like your inner peace and happiness? Yeah. That's something that we all we all struggle with at times. Yes, we do, or most people struggle with at times. You know, and you know, being the best version of yourself is first of all admitting and addressing it. Look at Kevin Love again. I talked about this with Mike Hudak. Yeah. Kevin Love, the, you know, shared his story, and some other guys have. And it's just would he have would would but the, would and I applaud him for sharing that. I think absolutely. Damian Lillard shared his too or something. Yeah, one of uh, Demar Derozan. Demar was it Demar? Yeah. I think would would he come out and say that if he wasn't such a big name? Would would he would he admit right. it to you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, not not to say that he wouldn't. Yeah. Not, not to say that he's using his platform to help, yeah. but it, they should. Yeah, no, they yeah, sh yeah. they actually should. They should be using their platform to help. He well, what it does is he's helping millions of people yeah. across this country that are going through the same similar things. Going, oh, I'm uh, Kevin Love, right. twenty million a right. year, he's good looking all the time, looking at him hot, playing smoking hot, wife, wife or fiance, whatever yeah. she is, and, yeah. and making all that issues. money. He's got endorsement deals, fans galore, yeah. good looking dude. And like he's got and, and, and he's having attacks. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're, we're human beings. We have we're internally wired in such a, in this society and all this crazy shit. Is this our brains are filled with so much shit? So much. We don't even know what the what, what like what's what it, all the shit that we have inside of us and how toxic. And that takes us to living a clean and healthy lifestyle, man. The only way, the best way that you're gonna get past like a angst and anxiety and and make become a very healthy mentally is through. We talk about this all the time, you and I. Exercise, clean eating, you know, taking time to, you know, maybe do some yoga or or go on a retreat or or take a nap. Dude, naps are fucking really important. Naps are important. Naps are so important. They are the most underrated thing that we do. Yeah, I mean they are huge, and I don't I, I don't get these, to do it anymore these, as much. But <laughs> these larger companies like Google, I think they offer nap pods. You're right. Where well, you take a nap smart. in the middle of the work work day, two that's, p.m. That's beautiful. Take a cat take a, nap. Take a thirty minute. Yeah. You wake up. You're like, holy shit! I feel like I'm I slept the whole night. Roll. Yeah. And you're probably more productive probably by taking are. that thirty minutes off than you are just trying to just grind through. You're right. grinding. You know, I, I I I'm driving to work. I mean, I, I see people that are either either on the way to work in the morning. It's even worse after work. At least on the way, everyone's kind of they haven't start, started their day yet. They haven't had enough bullshit to happen mm -hmm. and pile up on them. When you're driving home, I see more fucking ragers on the on the road at four o'clock, five o'clock, <laughs> than I do anywhere yeah. else. And and everyone's just they're just in such a race to get home yeah. or to go to where they're going. They hated their day. Right to get to the beer. Their coworker, right, right? Their coworkers are are, are pieces of shit. Yeah. Their boss is a piece of shit. They're fucking angry and they're all they're all tense driving and they're raging. Yeah. It's like, dude, chill the fuck out, man. This is not a healthy way to live. No, it's not. And this is unfortunately how a lot of us have become, you know, programmed and, and accustomed to these types of, uh, of lifestyles. You know, you gotta, you gotta just to be your best self. You have to address things, and and, and whether if it's if you're not happy, it, you know, it starts at it starts within. It starts within. It starts you have within. to make yourself happy first and foremost, and figure out what makes you tick. What's for you? What's right for you? If you don't like your job, you don't like your situation that you're in. Get out of it. Exactly. Get out. Get out of it. Don't keep. If you th stay in something that's making you miserable right now, and you think that okay, one day I won't be miserable doing it, you're you're fucking wrong. Yeah. You will be miserable doing it forever. Now, can you can you climb the ranks and can you make more money? I mean, if that's ultimately your goal and you're willing to sacrifice that for the misery, then that's fine. You have to just understand and accept the fact that if you're unhappy doing something right now, doing it in two years from now, 
is not going to change. You're not going to wake up and just all of a sudden be thrilled to do it. Nope. So if you're in a situation, you feel stuck or you feel like you're like, this is, you know, make a change, man. So many of us just sit around and complain about it. And, and people just sit around and, and they want to bitch and moan and, and uh, complain about their situation. But you look up and, and you go, okay, I saw you were complaining about this three months ago, six months ago. What have you done? You're in the same position you were six months ago. What have you What have you done to make any type of change? Oh, nothing. And they right? say and they say nothing. 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 I haven't. I, I think it's just gonna. I, I, the timing's not right. Right. You know the timing's it's never right. It's never right. When is the timing right? The timing is right now. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it comes down to, man. The timing you is right. Make right a change, this fucking you do it second. Today. Right now. You do it now. Right now. Yeah. It never is gonna feel no, right. Ever. No, it never, never will. will. It will. I guarantee it will never no. feel right. No. It's not financially driven. No. It's not that all of a sudden you're, you, you know, you wake up and let's let's say you won the let's say you won a small lottery where you still have to work. You win a hundred grand, you know, that's not gonna. You're not gonna wake up the next day and be like, okay, I have hundred grand now. It feels right to make. It doesn't matter. Like make the move, make the change. And I'm not talking about just professionally. You know, you're unhappy with uh, your spouse mm -hmm. or your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. To make a change, don't right. stay in an abusive relationship. Right. Don't stay in a relationship where you feel like your uh, other partners, you know, belittling you or making you feel like shit. You think that that person in two again, two years from now, is going to wake up one day and, and and change? Are you waiting for that person to change? Because that well, you can't change people. Because that that's is never that, will that never day happen. will never come. No. You know when that day comes? The day you walk away. Yeah. That's when that day comes. Yeah. yeah. I think people nowadays try to look outside of themselves to for the happiness, and they think that if I don't know if they date somebody, they'll bring them happiness. If they buy something, it'll bring them happiness. If they travel somewhere, it'll bring them happiness. But at the end of the day, you have to be happy inside. Exactly. And it's hard. It is. It it, it it's hard to be happy inside. It is it, because it of is, all man. the shit that goes on. Well, in the we world. just said it. How can you be happy when your friend is uh, at, the, <laughs> at at a pool in Cabo yeah. and you know? you're at work and you're at work and it's snowing outside? Yeah, um, it's hard. It's very uh, hard society to live on, live it, in now. It is. It is because in that aspect. Yeah, but if you're not happy, and back to the mental issue. If you don't, if you, everybody needs to see somebody. Mm -hmm. I think every single person on this planet, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are a LeBron James or Kevin Levin making millions or an actor, an actress, mm -hmm. and your life looks like it's so special. Right. Everybody needs to let, let you know, vent. We all have to vent right. and express our feelings about whoever or whatever. It's not good to keep it in. No, it's not. So I think everybody should go talk to somebody. Yeah, that was great you. for me to go talk to, I agree to my you. guy. I, I should it's... probably go get a tune-up. He, he was great. Mm -hmm. You know, we're like cars. Our bodies are like cars. Yeah, you gotta put the right fuel in. You gotta keep it running, working out, and you gotta uh, uh, take care of it. That's really you know. And then I gotta you... tell you, I feel I feel like even doing these podcasts, man, has been therapeutic yeah. for me. I get to sit You've been here looking. And, You've been looking for something to kind of. Yeah, I've been looking for something to. I've been looking for stimulate. an outlet, an yeah. outlet outside of the everyday grind at work. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Taking care of a family. Yeah. I needed. I needed a different outlet for myself. A hobby. A hobby. You know, I just had Paul Franklin on. Like I said, his hobby is he coaches. He's got a full time career. He coaches kids' uh, football team, high school football. You know, like everyone needs. You need an out. Everyone needs an outlet outside of their li livelihood. Right. 
everyone needs an outlet whether now whether they want to do it or not or whether they even know that they need it or not that's a separate story or whether but they, on, they finally do it i mean look what you you had to set this whole thing up you yep. could have talked and talked and talked and say ryan i want to do this i'm going to do this i want to do this mm -hmm. which but i never did for do. a while and i did yeah. you know i sat around on it for a while yeah you but know. you gotta pull the trigger, and 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 it, it costs a little money to, mm -hmm. to to get whatever you want to get going. You you, got, you just gotta do it, man. Yeah. To be happy, you, you gotta pull the trigger, you man. Just have to you gotta pull take the trigger. Risk and just, just do it. Nike Nike like says it. Like you said, man. And if you never did the RHC, the Ryan Haber collection, you'd be thinking about that still to this day. So even as sad as it's been to to not be doing that um, when you had all that momentum, that you can't say that you look back with regrets that you didn't do it. No. There's nothing worse than. At least you fucking tried, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, there's I'm... nothing worse than people that uh, <laughs> that look back on life and say, "Oh, I wish I should have." Yeah. You know, you're and sitting there, seven on your years yeah, old. you're on your deathbed, yeah. and they go, "Tell us about your life," and you say, "I wish I should have fill in the blanks." Yeah. You know? No, I'm happy with 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 taking that risk, and yeah. I'm very happy today. I, I don't. I wake up Monday mornings not dreading going into work. Right. I'm very happy, mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah. And it's been now. Uh, I'm on my fourth year at the company. Yeah, no, it's been it goes by fast. It goes by fast, yeah. and and like you said, there's a lot going on, and I enjoy the aspect that we have. It's the, it's a I, I like that it's a family business, and of I like course. seeing you and, and Rena. Yeah. And every day, and Dad, you know, if you ever show, goes to ah. the office. <laughs> but uh, it's it's uh, uh it it, it there's a rewarding takes, feeling for there. There's a rewarding yeah, feeling, but sure. it takes it takes a lot to get yourself out of that funk that you. That, that that you can get yourself into. Mm -hmm. Things were great. Yeah, it came down. How do you to, how do you respond? Down. How do you respond how do you to respond? adversity? You know. Yeah. yeah. Life is not life as I've learned is more hard than easy. Yeah. I mean, it's and just the way the it other, goes for most people. All it's the other more hard than factors easy. that you bring into it. Exactly. You know. Yeah. I mean, life is going to throw you challenges almost on a daily basis. Yeah. Almost. You yeah. know, definitely on a weekly and monthly basis. I mean. Life is about handling the challenges and handling the adversities. How do you respond to it, you know? The quote about uh, from Rocky, it ain't about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Like, that that, that to me is exactly what life is. Like, okay, yeah, you can... Get knocked down? Yeah. Get you, right back up. You're going to... Okay, you might be able to throw some punches and do, right. do well in life, but that's... Anyone can do that shit, you know? Yeah. How are you going to handle the times where you're told no? Yeah. How are you going to handle the times where you fail, or you fall short, you know, or, or the colossal, the times where your whole life has to change because you went after a business venture such as the shoes and it didn't end up working out after X amount of years? Like, how about when you have to face those types of adversities and challenges? Now, well, some I people won't, but most people will have I, to I face could, it. Uh, I could have sat in my bedroom and just cried every day. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, people might think that's silly to say, you know, but it's true. I, I could have, I had the opportunity, I, I, it, it would it would have been very easy for me to weep and pity me. You know, I tried it and I, I my dream was shattered and, right. and then go into this deep depression. I could have. Absolutely. Depression is a big deal, you know, it's not, but how do you make sure that you don't get to that level? Exactly. You just have to figure out other Outlets, like you said, are you get to uh, the gym? Yeah, eat right, and which is and, what you do, and, and which is what I do. You, you work out how many days a week? I don't think I work out anymore. Ah. <laughs> now that I'm now that I'm engaged, you know, when you're in love, that's it, man. Look what happens. You start eating that pizza, oh, cookies, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Haribo calling your names. Oh, I love it. Oh shit.
Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I, I try at least four times a week. That's crazy. That's good. I try. That's good. Now. On the weekends, do you ever, or not really, just, is it, uh, is it mostly, after, mostly after work? If I do work out on the weekend, it's Saturdays. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's important, man. It uh, is you, important. Uh, again, anyone that doesn't exercise, that doesn't go and release, that that is the greatest way to release any type of anxiety, you know? No doubt. That, that's number one. Number one. You know, and then talking oh. to somebody is important, yeah. obviously, for many reasons. Maybe taking even a, a, a prescription or a pill if you need to. Nothing that's wrong with that. Definitely helpful if it need, if it's needed. Then that's that's what they're there for. Yeah. But there's nothing that beats going into the gym and getting no. a good lift and getting a good sweat, yeah. get the heart rate up, go for a run. Your endorphins, man. Elliptical. How you feel after that? Yeah. You feel so good. It's insane. I mean, you sweat it now out. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't feel so anxious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is clearly number one. It is. It is number one. It is. Uh, dude. Well, obviously this is a great, great, uh, great start. You will be a regular for yeah. many. Re- I'd love the to. Obvious reasons, Let's man. do it. You people are going to be going. When's he coming on? Don't get your hopes up. You'll be getting fan okay. mail. Yeah. Uh, you doing anything with the? I see the Instagram. You're doing a little bit more on the interior design stuff again. Are you doing anything with that on the outside, or are you just you know toying with it for a little bit? Just toying with it. Yeah. Gotcha. Another thing similar to an outlet outside of. You know, well, you've always had that interior design. I know you've, my degree. You've, you've you've consulted. You've done some I've contracting, done some haven't you? I've done some work yeah. for some clients yeah. uh, throughout the city. Mm-hmm. But um, it just keeps my mind my creative, and I bought you yeah, know, I exactly. bought a house. I've been doing some stuff in that yeah. house, and uh, it's just another avenue outside of yeah. The nine Keep to those five. creative juices flowing, man. That's all. The happier we are uh, doing stuff that we enjoy, the better we are in, in society. The better we are with our families. The yeah. better we are with our friends. The better we are as you know with work with professional. Yeah, it all plays a part. Thanks for coming, my you brother. Got it. You got it. We'll do it soon. Yes, sir. And thank you for listening to a, another episode of The Optimal Life. Really appreciate the support. And uh, if you guys enjoy what you're listening to and enjoy what you're hearing, as always, please click subscribe and give us the five-star rating so we can continue to elevate the podcast within Apple Podcasts and everywhere else that the podcast is played and provided. And uh, leave us a comment. Leave us feedback. You could. Uh, we're always open to feedback, whether it's positive or negative. So uh, you know, we want to do whatever we can to improve the show. And if there's something that we're missing, then let us know. You could reach me also on Instagram at Nathan Haber. And uh, again, I know that you have a lot of listening options these days. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of people sharing different things. So if you are listening to this podcast, and if you're a loyal listener to this podcast, from the bottom of my heart, I want to just say thank you. Uh, very grateful for that, and uh, we're going to continue providing you guys with the best content possible so that we can continue to live an optimal life and be our optimal and best selves. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks.